Greetings and uh, welcome to the Skill Gap Podcast. My name is Stallion and today we are going to be having the first podcast of the FIFA 20 season. Last time you guys saw us, everyone was getting croquettes and tornadoed, but <laughs> you know, things have changed. We're not safe, but th- things definitely have changed. And joining me as usual is Persian. Persian, how's it going? Good, man. Good. How are you? Um, I'm all right. Actually, if you're watching this on, on YouTube, you won't know this, but this was scheduled to go live at like 4 p.m. UK. We started about uh, two hours earlier because I couldn't play the game anymore on stream. So here we are. And the what we're going to do today is basically give because a lot of people in my comments are saying stuff like, yo, Stalin, when you're going to your analysis is going to come, your Twitter stuff, your YouTube passing this, passing that. And it's too early for that, but it's not too early to make a podcast about it and I guess another reason why we I haven't made those videos is because I'm not really motivated because at the end of the day I don't see the changes I want coming anyway so I'll take my time with the videos but we're going to be talking about every aspect of the game and then we'll transition out of that because there's a lot of clowns uh, clowns in the community that we should be calling out <laughs> for some <laughs> weird things that are being said at least from our perspective but without further ado uh, let's start, you know, we're just going to start, start with different sections. Let me, let me, one, yeah, let, me interrupt, let me interrupt you for a sec. Cause it's relevant to say like, we're waiting for a patch as well to see what gets fixed, what doesn't get fixed. Like that's relevant for your videos. Anyway, if you want to make certain things, have a certain analysis about something like there needs to be a patch first to give them a chance to fix certain things that are broken right now. So yeah, I think, that's- I think it's best to wait for that. Yeah, that's true. There are potential things that I want the games to change that might be fixed with a patch, but mm-hmm. that is wishful thinking sometimes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that is definitely wishful thinking, but we're still going to give them a chance, right? Yeah, of course. Always. We're very generous people here at the school. <laughs> <laughs> first things first, there's no other subject than passing. All right. And... You know, you, it is, you're gonna have to start it off. <laughs> I'll start off with this one because genuinely, though, it is it is one of the one of the things that has genuinely improved compared to 18 and 19. That's where we draw the line. Further than that, yeah, we're not really. I don't know because you know I see a lot more interceptions. It's easier to intercept some passes that should be intercepted, and that's always great. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not really near where it should be because there's still tons of CDM passes that do not get intercepted when you're manually there. And so the whole meta revolves around the usual ball hoarding possession, pass the ball up and down, up and down until the infamous pass into the striker goes there. And whoever's defending can't do anything about it. Uh, there's still passes that, you know, feel like they should work and they don't, which is weird, right? Because we did ask for a harder passing and that's what we always want. But if the pass is wide open, there's no need for random RNG error to be added in for the sake of it, especially when the tough passes that shouldn't go through still go through. They still go through. So there's just a misbalance. Like I said, this is not to be confused with, oh, you guys wanted harder passing. Now you have it. Now you're complaining about it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the balance of it. Harder passing is great, but you can't make passes. You, you're not supposed to add the error into the passes that should be working. That's my point. Because the dumb passes that don't work still work. Or that don't shouldn't work still work. I agree on a certain point that we definitely did want harder passing, but the way they made it harder wasn't what we <laughs> what we intended or what we meant uh, for it to happen. I think 
if I'm being real honest with you, it just feels really unfinished. Like they went in with the right intentions and you definitely, you're definitely right. Like interception, interceptions are in a better place, even though they're definitely not where they're supposed to be. But I think like it's so inconsistent and that's pretty much like FIFA 20, like across the board, it's inconsistent in everything, whether it be passing, defending, whatever. And it feels like you're just not in control and you're waiting for a moment where it just goes wrong without you having any say in it. And that's really how I feel about the entire game. But like, let's stick to passing now, specifically that. Well, we just, we just saw you stream and we just saw the games that just happened. There's so much RNG involved. There's, there's a ridiculous amount of RNG involved. And I don't think that's, that's the way it should be. And I don't know, man, I, I, you're you're the passing connoisseur here you tell you tell me there's there's not really much to say i get the feeling that the same that like i said some passes have error for the sake of having error and then you still have the assistant passing that uh you know that still works because the game's like yo a chance needs to happen right now and we're gonna make it happen right now and it (laughs) It's just not how it should be because, it, and this also relates to like the conversations we had back in the day about composure. And it just feels like there's way too many stats involved that take away from user input and add away, add into RNG. But yeah. I mean, essentially, that's it for passing. And we're gonna kick off something that you probably have better input than I am because you are the um, past Pez, you know, superstar when Pez had the god to your dribbling. <laughs> so dribbling. <laughs> dribbling what are we saying on dribbling dribbling well i'm gonna i'm gonna bring out the the dead ass argument that it's better than 19 well that really doesn't say anything but that's all you can read on twitter nowadays like everything that's being compared like as if as if fifa 19 was the benchmark for fifa but well it's better than 19 but like it's it's so bad like it's really so bad like there's no control it's all inconsistent like you'll take a heavy touch now then then you'll take a good touch and like it's pretty much solidified the whole pay to win thing because you can't like dribble without the best players anymore like that's that's just what it is now everyone like we we pretty much all our circle and fifa is are all competitive players and the whole consensus is if I don't have this player, I can't win. Yeah. If I don't have Messi, I can't win. I can't dribble. I can't do anything. And with the whole drop back meta, it's even more apparent now because there's no space. And the only way you can get in those spaces and like try to like create chances for yourself. If you have the best dribblers, if you don't have them, you're screwed because the games, the games RNGs, whether it be RNG, I don't even know if it's RNG because like the gameplay is so bad. The delay plays a factor. Like I've barely had like I can I can count on one hand how many good gameplay games I've had, and I've played over a hundred games already. So that just goes to show how bad like the gameplay is and the dribbling is, and it's it's a mess, man. It's a mess. I don't I don't know how. Like the first week of this game, people were saying like this is the best FIFA since FIFA 13. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, we we didn't even know. I don't, I didn't even know what I was hearing because like the gameplay was so bad. And like I get that like some people had good gameplay in draft, and like they were basing their opinion off that. But like that's why we tweeted like really specifically like, dude, it's chill. It's like been a week. Just give it some time. Give yourself time to f- see all the things in the game, and then have your opinion. And well, yeah, that changed really quickly as well, because now everyone's like, well, maybe it wasn't as good as we thought it was. 
Yeah, and I guess a good disclaimer is that when we say we and the players we interact with, these are really like hardcore players and yeah, literally the sure. top of the top. So it's like the 0.01% of players. So, you know, when we that, say things like they need players to win, they mean they need players to win. On a competitive win, level. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, on a competitive level, win. for sure. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. They'll still get. They'll still be able to get like elite two. I myself got elite two this weekend without any of those god players. So yes, you can win twenty six games out of thirty without those players. Uh, but if you want to win thirty games out of thirty consistently without those players, bro, you're gonna have to clench a lot of butt cheeks, man. Because you just, it's just not enjoyable. And I even would go so far as saying like dribbling. Yes, is better than nineteen, but like barely. And the only thing that in dribbling that for me is like better than nineteen is the whole hunching over because actually left stick right stick like going left and right is barely better if better but the only thing that i actually noticed that is slightly better is there's less hunching over but even then like the dribbling this game i don't think it's it's good enough the thing is as we progress throughout the year i can guarantee you that people will more and more do the crab walk thing like yeah. right now, right now it's already starting. Like as soon as you get in higher divisions, like you're seeing it used more because that's the only consistent way that dribbling, like the ball really sticks with you. Right. So mm-hmm. that's just going to happen more. I was watching Tass, for example, like a while back and like every touch he took, he was crab walking, like every touch, like every time he would pass the ball, the players would take a touch and he would crab walk, whether it was a second or not, he would crab walk. So that's going to be, that's going to, continue more and more especially with like like you said the ball hogging and the ball possession and people having like trying to keep the ball for themselves that's the only way you can really like consistently dribble correctly basically so it's gonna be crab walk nation man <laughs> yeah it's like it's one of the worst aspects of uh fifa 17 was brought back but what is it called just- by the way Straight, straight dribbling? dribbling. Yeah, yeah, that's what they dribbling. call them. Yeah. but we, we we'll call it crab walking here because we're not yep. waiting Mm-hmm. We're pulling away the curtains. I mean, yeah, that's dribbling in a nutshell is just that. It's barely better if that. And then it just feels less user input based and more composure based and all these weird things that you just don't feel in control. So it's just not as as fun. I think I don't think it's a coincidence that Pez was on top when dribbling on Pez was cracked beyond belief. I mean, that game's dribbling. 100% made it insanely difficult to defend but i think people want to move when on their pitch dude they want to move and pez was at the top when they were when you could move so quickly that it was actually like insane compared to fifa and it went downhill when that aspect of the game left so i don't think it's a good move to make it so realistic that you you have all these slow touches and animations let me let me state that i do like from from the developer standpoint, I do think they're on the right track with their intentions, but what came out isn't, isn't really playable for me anyway. Cause like, it just feels unfinished. Like I can see that they wanted to like increase the skill gap. They wanted to basically bring manual, more manual defending. They wanted all these things. And I respect that, but like, that doesn't mean that the result of what they delivered is up to par as like a triple a game and what you're paying for basically. Right. And that's, that's more my issue with it. Like if you're paying 60 bucks for a game and you're spending that many, that many euros or dollars on FIFA points, then you're expecting like a top quality game. And from the start, 
it wasn't that like the servers are bad and like all these things that they tried to fix throughout like the whole period of FIFA and the what is it like the surveys they would have like their intentions seem okay but like what are the results end of the day right like we're still complaining about the same things year after year and they're not getting fixed like there's only so much like patience a community can have when it comes to those things and I don't know. And I don't, I don't really see it and see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yeah. And that's the tough spot for a hardcore to be because these are, we're just screaming to avoid as a really small minority of the community for things that we want and we think are the best for the game. And even if a dev might agree with it, like the solutions he's, he may or may not be trying to go for just, uh, you know, it's like here we go with the analogies man it just popped in my head dude it's just like (laughs) when you have you have different all football coaches want to win but they all have different ways they think is the best and some are stubborn some are not at the end of the day difference of opinion and the way that they're going about it is just not my style uh, personally right like you see you see these like dropbacks op i think there should be a huge stamina nerve to drop back the same way there was to constant pressure uh, but they seem to be trying to nerf counterattacking in order to nerf drop back. But that only half solves the issue because once you have a lead, okay, then you can go drop back and it's still OP because you don't need to counter anymore. You know what I mean? So like you're not solving the issue at hand there, but oh well. Next thing, which I think is pretty easy to talk about is uh, pace. And for me, I mean, pace is, is all right. I think uh, it's okay. You could, in a straight line, you could outrun players at the start of the game when you should. Uh, I think now a bit less, but that's not a surprise as teams get better. Chem styles break the game because it was the same in 17 at the end of the day. Like, my informed Manolas was a god. Uh, the problem is that you can't really make use of the pace thing when you it's only valid in a straight line, right? You lose all your momentum when you have to turn. That's at least how I feel about it. I I agree with that, but like there we go again with the inconsistency because like i was watching like one of our friends yesterday play in rivals and he's like on 2000 skill rating so he was playing maestro and he there's situations where your players are loose like they're like his his name i think it was neymar and he was literally off like he was loose so he was getting behind his defender and like for some like weird reason his defender just catches up like i don't understand like how that how that's possible you know and Mm -hmm. He, he had a head start. His Neymar had a head start and his defender still caught up to him, still grabbed him <laughs> and got the ball off him. And that's what I mean with like the game's inconsistent. If I'm if I'm burning you, I should be gone, dude. And he shouldn't be catching up to me. And normally that happens. But like you'll still have these situations where you're like, well, you can't really explain what's going on. And we've talked about this before. I'm like, when we see these things, we're like, is he using a different button input? Like what's going on? You know, like you can't really explain it, but it still happens. So like, I don't understand that. Like, I think, I think it's in a good place right now. I think, I think it's good that they made it that, well, basically pacey players should be, should be able to outpace players that are slower than them. But I think it's still way too inconsistent in how it works. Dude. And the yeah. problem is with how defending is pace has become pretty overpowered now because I don't know, defending is a bit wonky, right? As it is right now. So, but we can transition into that, whatever, whenever you want. Yeah. I mean, the, I guess it's one of those where, I mean, I'm not an expert on like how pace should be. I know definitely last year was just not how it should for pace. 
and mm-hmm. like the examples of unexplained. last year was the opposite of this year <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was like a the opposite the the center backs were just rapid nation but i don't know it could be rubber banding it could not there's obviously always been comments from ea that say we don't rubber band we don't momentum we don't do this so I don't know. There must be like un- unless you have the equations, it's all speculation. We don't know exactly how much ball possession nerfs pace when you have the ball, and I, I really don't know. So, I guess we'll transition into headers. And I put this as an own stat because last year was so ridiculous. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on headers? Because I do have a good take with a caveat to it. The thing is. I don't personally mind that headers headers don't work as well, but I think there should be a balance in everything. So I can see like someone that does want to play with crosses and some someone that does really like accentuate their play by doing that. I can see that like this is not the way it should be, right? And the problem with the game right now is like either they nerf something into the ground <laughs> or they make it OP. There's no there's no middle ground, it seems. It's like always like one of one of the two. And that's kind of my issue with with it. And like I said, personally, I don't really use headers. I don't play like crosses. I don't I don't play that way. So like it's not an issue for me, but I could see how it's an issue for other people. And I think it's not the way it's supposed to be, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, if you tell me that I'm gonna play a game where scoring a cross header is hard. I'll sign the papers right now and play that game. Yeah. Obviously, though, like you said, balance. If the header's wide open, obviously, it should at least go on target. It doesn't even do that. If I score yep. a header right now, I'm pretty su- surprised. But for me, the most important thing is that it got to the point where headers are so useless that you can't even goal kick your fullbacks and be confident that you're going to win that header anymore. It's super weird. Like, they made header. It's like... That's why I made it a section because headers in this FIFA are a testament to how much of a mess balancing this game must be because I can't, like usually my go-to goal kick last year was just, even if my fullback was marked, just hoof it to him, he'll head it to my center back and we go. And it's fair enough because it's a goal kick, it's a video game, like it shouldn't be, you shouldn't need uh, a degree in engineering to get out of a goal kick or else you're stuck forever. But now you can't do that. Like every contested header is just super weird and dodgy, at least... I guess there's no way to code a header in the middle of the pitch compared to a header in the box. So, Because I would keep the headers in the box right now, at least on an offensive standpoint as it is. But to get out of your half on a goal kick, you can't even do a header anymore? I don't know, man. It's kind of <laughs> I agree. Weird. I agree with that. That's, that's a good take on it. Yeah. But anyways, um, finishing and shooting. You know, I've seen a lot of people say that finishing and shooting – is really good this year and for me it's pretty bad <laughs> it's like and what pisses Same. me off about this is um i guess you know it this for me i take it this is what they wanted and this is how it should be because i said it in la after two games i was like near post is broken it's back like fifa 16 levels of back. <laughs> it's back <laughs> and okay so i said it and nothing changed so clearly it's supposed to be this way, right? So I guess I can't say change it. I can't say it has to change. All I'm going to say is that I completely disagree with the direction because I can't... uh, I'm going to assume that it can be fixed, but it wasn't because you just can't... I don't know. They just didn't want to. But it's so broken. And, uh, you know, if you don't think that's a problem, like that's just a big yikes for me because we're going to have to disagree. If you don't think scoring at easily, which by the way, 
it's not even like near post and far post are the same difficulty. Far post is 10 times harder to score than near post. So that's already like stupid for Mm -hmm. the game sense. But it should never be balanced. It should always be near post is more difficult because the keeper is marking the near post as he always should in the video game because you can't select all 11 and don't even dare tell me to move my keeper. Okay, I'm not accepting that. (laughs) And if you can't defend for the near post, then as a defender, the whole mentality of defend the high percentage shot and give him the low percentage shot goes out the window because at that point, if a player is dribbling off on the side, you're telling me I have to overcommit on the side and therefore give him space on the center because the near post is as good as the far post. Actually, no, it's better. That makes no sense. You always cover the center. You always cover the center, but you have to defend to overcommit to the side because near post is broken. So, like, it's uh, it's impossible for me that finishing should be this way. Basically, you can't force anyone to make the make the choice anymore. You know, like when you're is what you're trying to say. Like you, it's it's hard to 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 force them to choose because, like, normally you think like, okay, I'm going to force him to choose first post because my goalkeeper is there. So if he takes that low percentage shot nine out of 10 times or 99 out of 100 times, it's going to miss or my goalkeeper is going to parry it. And now you're basically what you're saying is you have to overcommit every time. You have to step in to, to make him not have the shot at all. And that's really a big issue in my opinion. And the thing is with, with far post, as you said, it's difficult because you have to really angle your body to, to hit a far post shot, right? And yeah. you you don't necessarily have to do that. You kind of kind of do, but not as much as you would need to do with a far post shot as you do with a with a first post shot. So I don't know. I think I think finishing in in general is pretty inconsistent if you're using bad players and. Which there should be a difference. Let me let me get, make that clear before anyone says that there shouldn't. There should be a difference, but it shouldn't be as massive as I have to have this player to be able to win. Right? Yeah. That's the problem for me. And yeah, I think finishing is super inconsistent. Man, I was literally another example from the competitive scene. He literally, someone literally said, "I I would win this game if I would have Messi." Otherwise, <laughs> he missed the chances, and like he would, he would compare it to like how OP Messi is. Like he's gonna score them for me, and otherwise, yeah, it's gonna be difficult, man. It's gonna be difficult. Yeah, and the best way for me in my head that I explain it is that if you're marking, if you have a player going off to the left hand side, right, which means he's on his left foot, and he can either shoot near post, right, with his left, mm-hmm. or far post across diagonally, still with his left. If I give up the center, uh, well, right now we're in a situation where if you give up the either side, you're pretty much going to concede, right? But if I hold the center, which is what I should do because my keeper is marking the near post, uh, there's right now like a 70% chance I concede and a 30% chance that I don't. That should not only be flipped, it should be like 10% chance I concede and 90% chance that my keeper gives him a corner. And then... But because this is it, because it's a 70-30, you're telling me to overcommit. How can I overcommit and and discard complete logic to that extent? And like you said, on top of that, like which it doesn't make sense. Yes, I'm going to give up the far post because I need to block the near post right now. What? Well, whatever. Um on top of that, the way you create the angle for the near for the far post holds a risk for the guy with the ball because when you create that angle for the far post, you 
expose yourself to a point where if the defender is right there, he's going to tackle you. So you can yep. only do that when you're wide open. To make that angle for the near post, there's no risk for the ball holder because you're pushing yourself towards where the defender would never be. If mm-hmm. I, to be where he's going to be, where he angles himself for the near post shot, I should be behind the striker. Do you understand? Like, why would I be behind the striker? Then the striker's offside. Like, he's in behind me. So I have to turn around and be like, sir, please go in front of me so I can tackle you while you turn around. And Like, you know what I mean? It's so yeah. backwards that it should it should never work. Basically, they're forcing you, like, what I really don't like is they're forcing you to that angle every side. Unless someone obviously moves around with his goalkeeper, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> but basically they keep forcing you to go for that post, even though it makes no sense. Like I had to, I had to maybe play, I don't know, 40 games before I could program it in my head that this is the way you need to score in this game because it makes no sense. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you turn up 2k NBA game or whatever, and the best way to shoot is uh, you shoot backwards. So you can never be blocked. <laughs> you can never be blocked. The best way to shoot is the back. Like the, there's a webcam. Hoops this way. I just go like this every time. <laughs> and it just goes in. <laughs> like That's the equivalent of what we're playing with near uh, post. But I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. So let's transition into. The thing is, what I do want right, to say. It, go for it. It depends on the transition you want to make, but like these are the reasons why people play drop back, like why they've resorted to playing drop back because there are so many wonky things to defend that people just literally just think like, I'm going to just sit back and just hope for the best because they can't defend in this game. Most people can't defend in this game. And partially that's a, that's a, that's a thing because what do you want to transition in before I, before I start, start on this, uh, you go in that because we're talking about defending, so that would be the yeah. perfect transition. We're going we're gonna talk about defending. <laughs> well, partially the reason for that being like the finishing, partially partially the reason why defending is so wonky is the bounces, like the endless bounces. Like I I you you just you just played a game where you started tackling the guy and trying to intercept the ball from his from his box onto your box and you tackle them in between like five times and the ball bounced off you every single time and it resort resulted in a goal for the guy so that's the whole point like people like defending is so wonky and it's like so off and on that they're just scared they're just everyone's gonna sit back and have as many people behind it as possible just to get rid of those bounces and try to have as many people to clean up the bounces basically it's so it's so inconsistent like i don't i don't even know where to start man this is the part that feels most broken to me to be honest yeah so i guess uh my question is because i believe plant tackling is a lie but now that i think of it is it a lie or is it true in the sense that it is planned, but it's planned to screw you over because that's what's happening right now? <laughs> um, what was advertised as planned tackling is not—it's not working, Chief. It's not working out at all, at all whatsoever. There's nothing about tackling in this game right now that feels like it's planned, unless the plan is to screw me over, like I said. So, unless you have Van, D- Van Dyke and uh, <laughs> and the boys, dude, like they—that's probably the only defender I've seen that can. Literally, the back ball magnetizes towards the guy. But other than that, it's all it's all like it's pinball twenty, dude. It's not FIFA twenty, but pinball twenty. Pinball twenty, man. Um, yeah. 
I do like the jockeying in Defender, that it feels better. But like I said earlier, I've seen so many times I'm jockeying, the ball just rolls millimeters away from my feet. And I'm like, what's the mm-hmm. point of this yep. agility if I don't grab a ball that's right next to me? This is, that's what really, really... You know, you know what's the most triggering part about it? I watch like replays whenever like goals happen, like the same way you do, obviously. But... What I see a lot now is that the player stands there, like the defender stands there, and the ball is like inches from him, right? And the ball just rolls past him, and he follows the ball with his head. So, like, the yeah. defender sees the ball, but he doesn't want to stick out his foot. And then, on the other hand, you have, like, the most outrageous AI blocks where people jump out of the way or, like, like basically snatch the ball out of the air. And... On the other hand, you have a defender just looking at the ball, just rolling in front of him. Like, it makes no sense to me. I don't know when he's going to intercept and when he's not going to intercept, when he's going to defend or when he's not going to defend. Like, it literally makes no sense. It's all RNG. Yeah, and that's why even though we we have improved so much from 18 and 19, the feeling remains of uncertainty because you just, like you said, that's a perfect way to put it. You just don't know when it's going to work out for you and when it won't. Um but that brings me to, uh, I wanted to ask you a question because a lot of people seem really angry that this year, all you have to do to defend is jockey, jockey, and just time the way the dribbler like runs into you and your guy will just tap the ball away. Not that it works because again, it never comes back to you, but like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's cool or do you, or are you one of those that says your player should never make that animation until, unless you play, you press the circle button? You mean the animation of walking into someone? Yeah, and so grabbing like the ball that way, so you yeah, don't so have you to tackle. Can... You mean exactly? Like you L two into someone, and then you that animation happens. I don't mind it necessarily. I don't. I just don't think it should be the only way to defend. Yeah, like this is literally how you defend now. I don't tackle anymore. I if you tackle and you miss your tackle, you're gone. Like the player's gone. So basically, I just jockey and like that's how like like you're basically everyone's like standing there jockeying and there's no actual tackling going on. I don't think that should be that should be a thing. Like it should be in like in real football, like you can jockey and you can basically f- walk into someone and grab the ball off them or you should be able to do a decent tackle. But like the yeah. tackle is such a risk now. Like, no, I, I don't see anyone tackling, basically. Yeah, I mean. I remember the when I would play football, there were a lot of times that if I was jockeying, I'd think, all right, I'm going to go with a really like passive jockey in the sense that I'm waiting until the perfect second to go in the tackle yep. so I know I'm getting it. That's the real... I don't think it's possible to emulate that in FIFA and, the, and force someone to press tackle every time. In a perfect world, yeah, nothing happens unless you make the input, but I don't think that's realistic in a game of FIFA when all you have to control is this is a PlayStation like controller or anything. I don't think it's, it's realistic. So I don't mind so much the fact that you don't have to press circle. Uh, I think it's fair and the scale should just rely in like timing how you get close to him. Uh, the problem is that with that, you need better dribbling. And then um, you also need plan tackling to, to sort of work. And then at the end of the day, you need servers because we don't have the servers for tackling to work as it is right now where all you have to do L2, let alone if you add it that only by pressing circle will you tackle. So we definitely do not have any sort of servers that would allow um, that level of manual manual defending. 
I agree. But is it just servers or is the gameplay like is is it like ingrained in like what FIFA is? Because I've played squad battles games that felt delayed. Dude. Like I don't I don't understand. Like, does that have to do with servers or is 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 it because squad battles is maybe connected to servers? I have no idea, but like I can't left stick dribble when I can't left stick dribble in a squad battles games. I know like there's something wrong, dude. Like there's something really wrong with the game. Yeah, I've had about actually recently, I won't name the person, a pro come into my DMs talking to me about it. And it, for him, it got to the point where he was actually like switching accounts and consoles and noting he's seeing a difference from console to console. And then over time, it would get worse on that one as well. And I'm just like, honestly, I have no idea what it could be, but I wouldn't discard it. You know what I mean? Like, I, agree, I believe yeah. you. I believe you. I just that's the know. thing, though. Like, if you get like, we don't know anything about it. And they're not really I, I mean, they have the, the pitch notes right now. But like, there's not really any communication going on because like, it's been for years that they talk about delay, right? But they're not specifically saying what they're doing about it. They just say like, we're on it, we're researching it, this and this and that. And we're doing surveys, blah, blah, blah. But now that it's been so long that it, the problem hasn't been solved, the community resorts in like conspiracy theories and what's going on? Like, how can we fix this? Why is it going wrong? Is it my account? Am I rigged? Like you get these sort of things out of the community because like everyone's just getting desperate. Like people start like questioning themselves. Am I seeing this? Is it, is it in my head? Is it actually happening? People buying people out here buying PS4 Pros. Maybe now yep. it won't have a delay. <laughs> like 100%, you know. dude. 100%. 100%. <laughs> You'll still have it. Trust. Yeah. But um, all right. Now that we've covered every aspect that we wanted to cover, let's talk about No, wait. A I, have, bit. I have one more. Oh, you have, have more? more? Go for it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Rivals currently? Because I was reading Reddit like a couple days ago and. I saw some like, and he specifically mentioned he was a casual player and he was basically saying, okay, um, weekend league feels more relaxing to me than rivals. That's basically what he was saying. And he was saying, I keep getting matched up. uh, Like the only people that play rivals to him, like in his perception. And I kind of agree with it, not necessarily fully, because obviously there's exceptions, but like the only people in his perception that were playing rivals were like really sweaty players and people that had like super stacked teams. Like I'm talking like two weeks into FIFA, like four or five million uh, teams. Right. And he didn't want to play rivals anymore. He literally said, I'm going to I'm going to just stick to squad battles as a casual player and I'll play weekend league now and then. But he didn't want to play for rivals. Like, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think the reason I, I don't even disagree. I just, to a less extent, Weekend League is chill for me, uh, given the type of player that I am, just because I'm stressed about, well, stressed, I'm in quotes, stressed about 27 and Weekend League, right? When I, when I get the 27, it's going to be even more relaxing, uh, but I'll still be really triggered every time I lose. The difference is that uh, the triggeredness is more spread out in weekend league because statistically I'm going to win most games. And so it will take longer for me to find a game that will really trigger me as much as rivals, because obviously in rivals is skill-based matchmaking, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But overall rivals sucks, man. I hate it. It's so bad. The server it's unplayable to the core. I don't remember yep. the last time I had a playable game in rivals, including FIFA 19, dude. I don't remember. I just don't, I don't know when I, I can play I, it. 
I didn't play weekend league last week. Do you think weekend league? I'm gonna play this weekend, but do you think weekend league servers are better or like gameplay is better than rivals? Let's see. I mean, off the top of my head, like if I think about it, play 30 games a weekend league, I'd say 20 of them, uh, 21 of them were unplayable. Nine of them were decent. Uh, if I played like 40 rivals games. Or in total, I played this. I remember the objective of like, you know, you can see when you get to 300 rivals wins for the ultimate pack. I think I've got like 60 rivals wins. So I've probably played like 100 at this point of rivals matches. Uh, playable rival games, probably like 10. So statistically, it, yeah, I think <laughs> Weekend League, you're more likely to have like a higher percentage of playable games in Weekend League. That's uh, weird, could that man. be down to the lower level mm -hmm. of opponents? You could make that argument, but I'd like to think that I know when I can turn. I can feel it instantly, bro. I can see it I, with my eyes to my hip fingers and like the inputs my fingers are giving my brain. When I'm jockeying, like I can just feel kind of like when you're swimming and you feel the current underwater. You don't see it, but you kind of like feel it. I don't know if anyone's mm -hmm. been in like, um, yeah. I've been in the vicinity of like tiny whirlpools. You feel it, dude. Hell, in the bathtub, you can feel it when you take off the yeah. plug. <laughs> when we were all kids, like doing baths. So, yeah, I can feel it. I think Weekend League, percentage-wise, has better gameplay, but it's really a small difference. Overall, it's all really bad, really bad gameplay. And then on top it might, of that, it, it might be like the perception because people um, play all sorts of different like skill brackets, like or like people in different skill brackets. So you win more than you would usually do in rivals. Because the the point the guy was making is, I I play one. Or I win one, I lose two, then I win one and two, and then I lose again. And like it's a never ending cycle of losing and winning for, for players of that caliber, obviously, that they get so frustrated that they just end up being like, I just don't want to play it anymore. And I don't remember seasons being like this. It's obviously seasons. for some people it was it was like that, but seasons was definitely different. I mean, yeah, no one's going to like to lose it. But for me in seasons, it was peer-to-peer. -peer. So, yeah, you, you know, every now and then I'd, I'd match up against, like, Paolo from Napoli or something, and he's playing off <laughs> Wi-Fi, and I'm lagging all over the place. But most of the times, I'll match some other guy from Rome. It'll be fine. It'll be more than fine. Hell, I'm playing uh, a buddy of ours from England on peer-to-peer, -peer, and it's a completely uh, more fluid game. So for me personally... It's mostly the peer-to-peer -peer that makes it more playable, and that's why I like divisions. Also, matchmaking was easy. I don't think it's a matter of losing or winning that like makes me think that champs is less delayed. Because, like I said, this week on a Friday, my ten first ten games are the easiest, and I went eight and two. Saturday for me is usually the hardest, and they were sweaty games. But uh, I could turn more. I could turn more against better player. Went ten and zero, then eight and two again on Sunday when connection was like iffy again. I think yeah. that's you though. That's you. That's though. me. I'm, that's I'm, me. I'm, I'm more yeah. specifically saying like a casual player that like has more trouble winning their games. Are they going to get more frustrated by For the, sure, type, the way, the way rivals is set up as opposed to like how seasons was set up. I mean, apart from aside, the gameplay yeah. connection aside, I wouldn't like uh, you made the point as soon as rivals was announced. Um, I thought, I didn't really think too much of it because I had other concerns mostly, but yeah, skill-based matchmaking sucks. I remember when we would grind Fortnite late night, it, we'd like accidentally enter scrims and it was horrible, dude. <laughs> I didn't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I was, you know, so I can see how the version of like 
the me as a FIFA player being casual, I don't want me want to be playing sweats all the time or people my skill level. So yeah, yeah. I don't think skill based matchmaking is really good for any game unless you're looking for. I it. mean, maybe the best example you can make is when you do objectives and rivals. Whenever the objectives come up in rivals, I think the whole community is like sighing, like, "Oh my god, not this again!" Because like, if you want to do like certain objectives, like use this player in rivals, you're gonna have a bad time, dude. Because there's always like these players that just make life miserable. <laughs> they won't let you play that way. And if you, especially if you're in the higher divisions, if you're trying to do objectives with like non-meta players, it's going to be a bad time. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's a whole other topic on the other hand, yeah. the whole like grind. Oh yeah, it is. I'm just, I'm just trying to say like the point I was trying to make is like how sweaty rivals becomes for everyone basically. So like yeah. people just get people just get tired of it because like everything becomes competitive at that point, right? You're playing rivals, you're grinding. You're playing weekend league, you're grinding. Like there's no real like well there are like the casual modes, but you don't get coins from those from most of those from squad yeah. battles, yes, but not from peer to peer gameplay or non skill based matchmaking gameplay. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So with everything like all the sections that we've covered today i wanted to talk about to end this few miscellaneous topics because like we mentioned earlier the season for fifa 20 started off with everyone being super happy posting gifs of being in love and all this weird stuff oh i'm in heaven and i'm out here like i don't know what you guys are playing but i'm not playing that game because at the end of the day i wasn't i was maybe I was surprised for a bit but it, my surprise quickly turned into disappointment because at the end of the day I think we uh, we called it at the end of FIFA 19 where we were like FIFA 19 as bad as it was because it was so bad uh it brought a lot of ears to people like us people would finally listen because mm-hmm. it was so bad that people were looking at like extreme uh, opinions so finally a game bad enough to where people started listening came uh, but I we called it as soon as croquetas and tornadoes are gone, people are going to be like, this game is great again. And that's exactly what happened. And a lot of those people remain. Uh, but a lot also changed their mind. Yep. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's that's an understatement. I think I think the huge issue with this is FIFA 19 has brought everyone's standards so far down as to what is acceptable now that like as soon as you start like if you start comparing games like if you start comparing games to fifa 19 anything is good basically like anything they bring out is going to be good so i get like the whole the whole mentality of like the first week players were playing they were like oh so refreshing and someone's not croquetting from coast to coast and they're not tornadoing me but that doesn't make it a good game like that doesn't make the game not broken and they didn't really look past that. I called it that I tweeted like this is the honeymoon phase is finally over like two weeks after because people were starting to complain. But yeah, like, I don't know, man. It's it's typical, like, to be fair, it's not just for the FIFA community. Usually every COD that comes out, people start talking about this is the best COD ever. And like two weeks later, yeah. it's, everything's different. Like people have trouble looking further than that first point. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> We, I the phase that or the words that really just were super cringe for me to read were the whole at least, like at least we're playing football, yeah. at least it's better than 19, at yeah. least this. And I'm like, uh, then it is what it is. I guess 
it's just life in general. Everyone has different perspective. I just don't, uh, I don't want to live an at least life, uh, you know, in anything. And I don't want to yeah. be the guy who's like positive for the sake of being positive. Because a lot of people view people like us as negatives and say, if you find for flaws, you'll search for them. But I'm not even trying, bro. I just have to turn the game on. <laughs> like, I don't even have to turn the game on, bro. It's not that difficult. Um, but look, this is not to say that if you like the game, you shouldn't. I'm not trying to change anyone's mind. At the end of the day, I'm just speaking my I'm mind. happy for those people. I'm happy yeah, for those people. If you're enjoying the game, you. good. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the difference, right? I see. I see some people saying anyone who doesn't like it is wrong or doing it wrong. No, dude. I like what I like. You like what you like. If you like it, go for it and keep enjoying it. But don't come crying to me when you change your mind if you do. And um, don't don't confuse what I'm doing and what we're doing with us trying to brainwash you into thinking you shouldn't like it. You can do what you want. I'm just saying that for me, it's cheeks, man. No, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. It's all right, I guess. What would you give it, FIFA 20 out of 10? Considering 19's a 1, um yeah would you give fifa 20 i mean a five (laughs) yeah spot on i was thinking this earlier on my dog walk because i was supposed to ask you this at the start and i I was thinking four five yeah five 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 because you know the thing is the thing is it's like i said at the start it feels unfinished you know and that's why i hope like i don't see it happening but i hope like a patch will fix certain things which would probably bump it up to a six but but it still feels like a five to me to be honest like it's just there's too many things that just feel feel off man yeah no five spot on because i uh, i think 19s of, of one uh i'd give like 17 maybe like a six 6.5 so yeah. we're like on the cusp of a seven 7.5 which for fifa would yeah. be like holy crap dude you know yeah um and then this is a five so for me at least so that's where my enjoyment at is but i mean that's that's all i wanted to say do you have anything else no i'm good all right well on that note we're gonna call it a day thank you guys so much for you know coming here live thank you for watching on youtube if you're watching on itunes it means i put it on itunes i don't know if i will yet uh don't forget to follow us both handles on the screen at persian7 for persian at stallion sama for myself once Persian gets to 1K followers, he's going to do a 12K pack <laughs> opening. <laughs> Kappa. And um, on that note, Persian, everybody, peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace.